This is Eric Senich, host of Booked on Rock. Join me for deep dive discussions on the greatest artists, albums, and songs in classic rock with the authors who've written all about them. You look at Joey Ramone. He just looked like a weird dude, but he had this unbelievable voice. He sounded like Elvis. Beggar's Banquet transported me. It scared me. It excited me. John was deeply moved and revolutionized by Yoko. Find Booked on Rock wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or just go to bookedonrock.com. Side, we flip it over to side two. Flip that so vinyl over. Opens with dancing in the street. Yep. Which uh, I, th- I think I want Eric to go first in this one. All right. Yeah. Just because I did mention, uh, I, I I was hoping that Eddie would do something similar to what he did on this with Pretty Woman. I, I know the song drove Eddie nuts because he intended that intro to the track to be for an original, but uh, the band rushed into the studio. They had to complete the album after Pretty Woman. So they didn't have the time. And Dave, along with Don Lendy, the en- engineer, wanted covers. And he hated it. But having said that, he's the reason why I love this song so much. His, his use of the Mini Moog synthesizer with his echoed guitar work so well. It, it works so well with a song that he really makes it his own. So I, I, I really, I love Dancing in the Street. I, I, and it's because of what Eddie did on this one. I put it at number six. Wow. It's better than the original. Uh, yeah for sure yeah martha and the vandals yeah and it's better than the bowie uh jagger version <laughs> yeah i almost think that's a comedy that video <laughs> it's like what are you guys yeah. doing you're losing all credibility with this yeah i know um but i'll offer my two cents in a sec i want todd to go next uh it, it was a good remake like you said it was better than the other ones that were done uh but it's not a song that floats my boat uh, mm. When I first hear the beginning, this it's like, that is not Van Halen. That is, I don't know what that is. They're, they're doing something. It almost sounds like a UFO, you know, taking off or something. Um, but it was a good, it was a good pop style song for them to, to be on the radio. That that's what I, I, to me, that's what it was to me. It was more of a song. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do a pop type song. We're going to try and get this on the radio. And that was kind of the extent of it. It wasn't really there it wasn't really in their wheelhouse in my opinion. So I, I actually ranked that uh, number 10. Number 10. Yeah. I'm not surprised though. I know a lot of people give this one the thumbs down. I mean, yeah. I think I'm in the minority on this one, but we'll find out. So I, I like the effects. I like what he's doing, but to me, there's not enough meat there for the song. I think the song would have been a lot stronger if it's just, it just feels like it's just repeated endlessly and endlessly. I think there should have been a different section. It just feels like they're just keeping it going and then slap a vocal on it and let's walk away. It's, it's Eddie playing around the guitar, which I enjoyed, but I'm going to be honest. The minute Dave comes in, I'm like, I checked right out. It just, mm. to me, it, it was very, it is reminiscent of Bowie and Jagger just hamming it up. And it was, well, you know, it, Dave, Dave misses a lyric in there too. Yeah. You know about that, right? I, we yep. got to. I, I can't remember the specific lyric. 
you have uh, i'm pulling it up here do you have yeah, do you have vhnd up there because i know we have it in that article too it, it's yeah. interesting how uh, uh it, it wasn't caught it wasn't caught when they when they pressed the album and then they just said i'll leave it you know they didn't even have the time to redo it just to leave it <laughs> gotta find it here though let's see yeah i'm, I'm on there uh, uh it's it's a, here's what the VHND had to say. It's as if someone had draw had plugged Donna Summers' "I Feel Love" into Eddie's ears as he slept, and this is what he remembered on waking. The beat and rhythm <laughs> on bass and drums are more syncopated, less machine machinic, and okay. softer than the brutal industrial pulse of "I Feel Love." Yet more than anything else, nothing like the original version of "Dancing on the Street." Um. Eddie's one legitimate gripe would be that he got no credit, certainly not in the publishing for his contribution whatsoever. Yeah. That's the thing. Like the, the music is original. The vocal is not, and it's not delivered well. Wow. Okay. Uh, I am in the minority on this one then. It's the same. (laughs) It's the same thing as stealing hubcaps is what, was said about this, this song. <laughs> who said that roth uh, i think is that his quote yeah <laughs> i love it that's awesome yeah to me this is number 12 i just to me it's like it's half a song it's not complete it, it this feels incredibly rushed um i'm not a fan of the original i'm not a fan of any cover and there was like dance version like songs that you know what this needs to be done by a cuban band this song needs to be done by a cuban band and fixed up and done properly and done well i'm not a fan of any version of this song and this well, cool, cool in the gang see cool in the gang i'd probably be a big fan <laughs> <laughs> but no this, right. this i don't know i i can't this is a skip every single time i listen wow. to the first i the first and then i'm like okay good now yeah there's not enough material in here to make a whole song up all right you know i i think i'm i'm mistaking the lyric yeah no the the lyric the missing lyric is on pretty woman so i I, oh yes yeah 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 i'm sure they're they're, the the van halen fans that have been listening to this were ready to uh to start emailing me through the VHND. <laughs> How could you not know that? But no, yeah, it was, it was pretty woman. It yeah, was that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you know what? When we were actually practicing this song in uh, that band we were in, the classic embers, um, the lyric sheet we had was for the Roy Orbison version. And I remember effing it up many times because Todd's playing the Van Halen version and there's a lyric missing. Right. Yeah, I, I, I remember that distinctly and i remember our, our other guitar player uh was struggled too with that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's uh i don't know why i was just thinking dancing in the street for yeah let's see there might be though like i don't know i haven't listened to it enough yeah they <laughs> left like, okay, they left out yeah they left out part of the song uh yeah, during the rehearsal for Pretty Woman, Eddie and Dave got into an argument. Eddie wanted to know if Dave had learned all the lyrics. Dave pressed Eddie about whether he learned all the music. They got so <laughs> caught up in the spat that neither noticed they left out part of the song when recording. When this mistake was discovered, the band decided to leave it as it was. And that was Pretty Woman. Wow, yeah. 
All right, <laughs> on to the next. Well, yeah, what do we got next? Uh, little guitars, the intro, and then Oof, little yeah. guitars is after that. So let's go with the intro and let's hear from the guitar player here, Todd. What's your uh, perspective on this one? Well, when I first heard it, I mean, I, I had heard Spanish Fly, so I knew that he, you know, he he picked up his his classical guitar and did stuff. Uh, but that was the only the only piece I had really heard until Little Guitars, the intro. Very nice classic classical intro piece, and it was like, how does he, how does he get that? Um, he, he just keeps playing the the one that one chord while he's fingering the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it it uh, I I ranked that one actually number six. Ooh. Wow. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I, I like it when he plays. He's he's very like say flamencoish. Like he's very expressive when he's playing. Was this was this the song that got you to go down that path in your guitar playing, Todd? Uh, because Spanish. you were listening. You were listening to Leona Boyd. You were listening to like D from Randy Rhodes and you started, I remember you grew your fingernails long to learn how to pick. Oh, and Midsummer's uh, was a daydream from triumph. Yeah. The, oh, I yeah, was trying. That, yeah. Yeah. Just, just all that weird stuff that didn't have any overdrive to it. I just, it was, it was very, very slappy snappy and it was, yep. it, it sounded good. So it was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure out, you know, what, what, what he's doing. So yeah. D from Randy Rhodes, man. Yeah. What a track that is. Beautiful. Yeah. Todd, yeah, Todd plays all those. <laughs> well, and, and, well, well, I did at one time. Yeah. Not, not, not both R- Randy and Eddie are now gone, huh? Rest in peace to both. Yep. Yes. Well, Eric, what's your two cents on the intro to Little Guitars? I I have Little Guitars at number one. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, number one. The intro, I'll put it too. And it's it's unfortunate. Oh, so Sorry, you have the song as number one? I'm going to put the song at one, the intro at two. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's unfortunate that he wasn't a fan of this album to the extent that he excluded the entire album from that 1996 best of, because this is vintage Van Halen. It's, this is worthy of inclusion on any of the Dave era albums. Eddie's guitar playing as usual. Brilliant. He uses original classic red, white, and black striped Charvel Frankie and a mini, mini Gibson, Les Paul, some echo effects added Dave's lyrics inspired by the kick-ass Eddie intro which I said, number two. And the rhythm section just locked in. This is number one by a long shot for me. Wow. I, I, I think, yeah, this is, this is one that Eddie should, should have been most proud of. When he talks about this album, not, not liking the covers, this is not a cover. This is, and this is classic Van Halen. Todd, how, how would you rank the actual song? The, oh, the actual song itself? Yeah. Uh, very, very good. Um, it, um, after it kind of does its, 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 uh, intro, it's got that ACDC ish choppy note type feel to it. Like, like the whole yeah. Yeah. picking of it. Uh, and I, I actually ran that one number five. Okay. So you have the intro at six song at five. Yeah. All right. All right. See, that still surprises me though. <laughs> I know. Be I higher. Know. Now I'm wondering who is. Yeah, I'm wondering who his number one is going to be. What's his number one going to be? Uh, for me, <laughs> Little Guitars, the intro is number four, just because it's so inventive. It's so, again, it's Sean listening at Todd's door going, oh, he's learning shit. He's learning shit and getting excited about like, what's this now? Because I heard Van Halen first through Todd playing Van Halen. It was more 
me hearing Todd and then, oh, this is actually on a Van Halen record. So this was just kind of one of those part of that whole uh, flamenco classical that Todd was mucking around with. So I, I rank the intro is number four and the song is number seven. This is the one I was flip flopping on. Had I redone my list this morning, it probably would have been four. Because I, I, it's one of those songs I love. And then I'm like, yeah, it's good. And then I could listen to the next day and then it just jumps right up the list again. All right. All right. Surprised. I thought maybe you guys would be putting that up at the top like I did. So now I'm curious as to who's going to be <laughs> so, at the top of the list. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if it might be this next one for Todd. So I want Todd to go first. So the next song is right. Bad Bill is Sweet William Now. <sighs> uh no actually i didn't I, that's not my number one actually all right i thought it so, might have been just because it was so out there uh it, it was a nice tune that wasn't my favorite you know playing song uh it was nice to hear i think uh, eddie's father was playing um playing on that clarinet on that song yeah. the clarinet yep, it was yeah. Yeah. so i mean it's a good it's a good tune it, it's more like um, a party tune you know have your your acoustic out and you know everybody get everybody to kind of sing with it but it wasn't one of my favorites actually i ranked that one 11 wow yeah 11 eric yeah i'm i'm with you on that this was dave's idea to record and in recent years he's talked about how close he was to to jan van halen their dad eddie and alex's dad so it's great to hear jan joining in on the clarinet fun track Definitely proves the range that the band had. This is a 30s style jazz tune and they can pull it off. Just not among my favorites. I, I put it above the last two songs on the on the list, which Pretty Woman is below that. I haven't mentioned what's 12 yet, but I, I put it above those two. Um, you know, because it's fun and, and Dave later said it best. He said, quote, I think. When you hear Mr. Van Halen playing, you'll have an idea. It's a shadow of where Eddie and Alex are now. There's a sense of humor in there, a lot of technique, and a whole lot of beer. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Number awesome. 10. Number 10. I put it at number 10. Um, oh. this For me, this is a, a fave of mine. This is ranked number five for mine. Ooh. I love what's happening on the drums. Most people don't even hear that, but I'm listening to the drums uh, I had I had to learn how to play this style um, with a few songs that we'd done in uh, just jamming, which was another band of Todd's and I's. And just that whole swing, that whole thing, it just reminded me of my grandfather. I could just hear my grandfather like talking over top of this song. Wow, oh, here's a song here from uh, 1932. <laughs> yeah. You know, like our father used to narrate uh, kind of like radio programs, but he just did it for himself. Like this just brings back memories. It's fun. The fact that they brought dad in on it. It just, there, it's not just the song that ranks at number five for me. It's it's that whole combination of everything. It was, just, it was very sweet for them to do it. I mean, this is the shit they were playing with their dad before Van Halen because they were playing with dad all the time. So I don't know. To me, this was important. Is it a great song? Maybe the song would be ranked less, but the whole experience of it to me just gives it a number five. I think it's more of a personal song between them. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I liked. Yeah, that's yeah. what I liked. Uh, the next song is uh, The Full Bug, I believe. 
It was in the best part of a man. Yep. Okay. Well, it's yeah. yeah. That's the oh, lyric is best part of a man. But oh, okay. That's that's what I had down as a title. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I get the title from, but okay. It could be. Yeah. It should be called that, the best part of a man, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, Todd, you might as well go ahead. There's my stupid <laughs> okay. Spit blocker keeps spinning yeah. around. The uh yeah, very good tune. Uh even the harmonica was rocking in there. Uh, my biggest uh one of my big influences is ZZ Top. So uh this to me was like ZZ Top meets Van Halen at the beginning where he's got the low voice and he's talking away and then the harmonica comes in uh and then it's got kind of like the Grange kind of style in the middle of the song. And that song for me was actually number one. Whoa. And just wow. because number one. Yeah. Wow. Because that's, that's my taste. Mine's kind of the ZZ top Van Halen. So that kind of, for me, that meshed together. So that, that groove. That's why mine, that's why I, I ranked that one. Number one. Wow. Yeah. All right, Eric. I got it at number three. Uh, behind little guitars in the intro to little guitars according to dave titles a slang term meaning to succeed at something you have to give it maximum effort give it the full bug and that guitar intro is performed by dave and he plays the harmonica solo so diamond dave is shining brightly on this track rest of the guitar work eddie said was inspired by one of his big inspirations alan holdsworth Holdsworth, yeah oh interesting yeah number three is yeah different all right. I didn't rank this as well. I ranked this at eight and I feel, Ooh, man, I, I, I feel guilty now. <laughs> yeah. Because Give it a, give it a second listen. Oh no. Yeah. Give it a second hundred listen or how many times are you going to listen yeah. to already? <laughs> I, I listen, I, I listen to this Reconsider. 12 times this week and I don't know, for some reason, other songs were jumping to the top, but again, every Van Halen album, every Van Halen song, things can go up and down. And I, I only ranked it eight because I don't know. It just, I think I like it more today than I did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you guys right. talked about it. I think, I think I got to go back and, and give it a go. So my, my vote on it should be ignored. If anything, <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> the way it kicks in, Eddie yeah. kicks in, you know, it, it's so cool. And now that Todd mentioned the ZZ Top stuff on there, it's like, now I can't get the song unstuck out of my head like i can hear it right now but yeah yeah man the way the way it transitions from dave playing the guitar right into eddie and that rhythm section's rocking man love my one classic soul in the groove and on the go you know ah yeah i should have ranked this higher i feel really bad now (laughs) (laughs) the hell is wrong with i I failed (laughs) I totally failed. This should be like four. <laughs> uh, how how I rank this lower than where have all the, like I rank this lower than where have all the good times gone? Like what am I? Thinking? Yeah. All right, I I failed. Uh last track. Bumbadita. Yeah. Trails. Where did you put this one? Twelve. <laughs> yeah, put it at twelve. It's a fun song. It's a nice touch. Nice touch by adding it to the album, placing it at the end. It's a song they actually had on their Warner Brothers demo as a, as a joke. 
but I'm with Eddie on a song like this. You know, give Ed and Dave another month or two. Come up with an original in place of this one, and I would have been happier. But it's a, you know, it's fun. The it's, four-part it's harmony is kind of fun. On there. Yeah. 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 Todd. Yeah. Uh, it was a neat ending, but on my bag, I actually also rated it as twelve. It was, it's a fun song, but it's not, you know, it's not when you when you think of Van Halen. Obviously, that's not the song that pops into your head. Yeah. The harmonies stand out as the classic Van yeah. Halen harmonies, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And people forget they can sing. They can also really well. Yeah. Any Van Halen's any Van Halen song without Eddie playing guitar on is not good. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have Eddie playing guitar. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, this is ranked eleven for me. Yeah. Uh, number twelve is dancing in the street. Oh me. my god, you <laughs> you place this above it. Oh my god. <laughs> and I have oh my god, dancing in the street, man. That's that's my track. I had it at number six. I think there was talk of us adding dancing in the street into a set list, and I think Todd said no. No. Dancing <laughs> in the street. Because we were gonna do like the the Bowie whatever Jagger version or something. Right. I think Bane had wanted to add that or something like that. I, I wonder. Let's you know, do I always another wonder. Van Halen song. Let's do this one. I'm like, okay, so we're doing Pretty Woman, Dancing in the Street. Like, what other, like, let's, you know, take the bottom of the barrel of Van Halen songs and only do those ones and not do, like, You Really Got Me or, you know. I'm like, why don't we add uh, Todd do an eruption or something? What's up? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. I, I was always trying to work Van Halen song into our sets with that band that we were in. They're like, well, people don't really like Van Halen. I, I, well, you really got me was on the radio. So that's yeah, when so we, we did. played that one and pretty woman. Yeah. Like, but uh, yeah. on our own, we would do uh, Panama and oh, yeah, you know, that, that type of stuff. But Panama, super fun on drums. Yeah. Super fun. We, didn't, we never had the keyboard, so we could never really do jump. Yeah. Cause that's half the song is keyboards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, that's our ranking of the album. So, you know, it's interesting though. That's dancing in the street. That's kind of where they were heading or where Eddie was heading with yeah. 1984 songs like jump. I, I would have loved to have heard what, what Eddie intended dancing in the street to be. There was no, yeah. no other track that he, he ended up doing, but he intended it for something well, completely he, original. Like I think he was playing that riff, and then Dave's like, "Okay, just keep it going." And I just need background music for me to sing over. Right, right. You know, it just like you know how a lot of dance tracks, it's just it's the same beat from beginning to end. It doesn't change ever, and the bass is a boom, boom, boom. Like there's nothing. I I think Eddie or Eddie, I think Dave wanted a showcase with that one. Like yeah, I, I'm just gonna sing over top, and I'm gonna dance, and it'll be great live. I can just you know do my Dave thing. You guys just backed me up here. It was like, this to me was like, I don't know, a slap in the face to Eddie because he created a great effect. But I think there was more of a song there. And Eddie's like, fuck it, whatever. I'm just going to play the one effect and be done. I'm not going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was the last drop for him. Then he's, he built 5150. Yeah. And, and you know, Jump was Jump could have been a song that may never have ended up on 1984, but he fought for it. Yep. Him and Don yep. Landy fought for it. And Ooh, I think he literally there. locked Ted Templeman and Dave out of the studio at times. And they, Dave and Ted would be waiting outside like, you know, okay. He said he's coming at some point. No, he's inside there jamming away. 
coming up with some gems, you know. I tell you what, Eddie, I'm not going to deliver my best lyrics <laughs> to this song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, his lyrics, Dave's lyrics are minimalistic in parts on 84. Yeah. I get up, nothing gets me down. <laughs> like, You're right. It's obviously Eddie put the effort in and Dave put some effort in, I guess. Yeah. Dave's very yeah. flamboyant. Yeah, with with the way he his lyrics and that go, and you can tell by the other albums that he's released, like he's very, very out there. Yeah, yeah. But like most of the most of the lyrics, I think, for, with that album, it was him driving into the studio, and then he was writing them on the way to the studio. Like he didn't put tons of effort into yeah, it. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, almost. That's almost. He uh, he he jumped in the uh, Mercury Lowrider with his. Um... His his bodyguard and uh, with his bodyguard was driving and Dave was in the back seat and they played the cassette. They played the what's that? I don't think Dave drives. Yeah, well, he could drive. Could he drive? But he just he just wanted to chill in the back seat and listen to the cassette that Eddie made of the song of the music. And they played played it over and over again. And and he just thought up of the lyrics during that ride and then came back, pulled up to the studio, said, "Let's go," and laid it down. Oh, that you? Who said that? Like yeah. what a great vocal! <laughs> what a did great hear, lyric. <laughs> Bill Bill McClintock, who does all those great mashups on YouTube, he did yeah. um he mashed it up with um uh, my cheating heart. <laughs> uh, just Dave, yeah, I, I put that up during the week on vhnd.com. Check that out when you get a chance. It's funny. It is funny. I, I gotta hear that. That's gonna be awesome. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. So I, I'm not sure how to do the math on this to determine what the best tracks are, but I I think there's enough of us being all over the map, the three of us, that I don't think I can tabulate this properly. Uh, so I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to post it, but I don't want to ruin the results of this ahead cool. of releasing the episode. So I will, um, I will include this probably in the episode show notes, but when we put this out, but nice, that was, that was kind of fun. It's actually interesting to hear everyone's perspective. Like it. Yeah. You might have to do another one. Would you be willing to do another one, Eric? Another sure. Era? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Any any go. any era. You you know you name it. Sammy era, Dave era, even Sharon album. I've, I'm do, in. Do we want to decide right now what the next one would be? Todd, <laughs> I want. I want Todd. Todd what, what like what what's your like? Which one would you want to do? I I don't think I want to do something that's Women from the Sammy first. era. Oh, you want to do women and children? Or we could do Samira. Either one. Which one? I mean, we've done we've done the, the Dave era. We could do a Samira. Sure. Which album? Uh, I'll let you guys pick. Yeah. 5150. Yeah. 150. Yeah. When we first uh, when that first came out, uh, I had bought it and I was working at the co-op and we were stocking the shelves, and then we had this this music box on top of one of the shelves and I popped that thing in and I played it and played it and played it over and over and over again. Uh, that's, that was my first memory for that to actual, uh, cool. Oh, this is going to be a tough one for Eric. Eric's in love. Yeah, that. man. Summer nights, the title track. Yeah. I actually bought Dreams. the book, the tab book and actually learned. Oh, all this cool. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, we'll do. 5150 is it? We'll do the same thing and I'll see if I can come up with a better algorithm for determining what the number one, <laughs> number 12 songs. Yeah, yeah. 
I build al algorithms all day for work. But I just didn't uh, take the time to do it for. The <laughs> That's funny. That's all right, man. That was fun. That was fun. All right. Well, I got to go uh, make lunch for the kids and uh, go do the rest of my day. So thanks again, as always. Yes. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Your where, sir. Who are you? Where are you? Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, VHND.com is daily updates on the world of Van Halen. Anything that has to do with, you know, and, and Eddie, Alex, Michael, Wolfie. Dave, Wolfie, Sammy, you name it. Um, you know, we're covering the mammoth WVH stuff pretty extensively. Uh, he's out on tour. So uh, we got Sammy. He's got some dates coming up. Uh, he is, uh, uh, actually he's he's getting pretty busy again he's got his birthday bash coming up in october he's going to be on catalina island so we're following that uh dave we're waiting and see what he wants to do next he's not opening for kiss anymore so you know he's um he, he's secretive as always which uh well that's dave there's a little he's, bit of mystery behind what yeah, he's, he's up working to, with so. john five a little bit like yep yeah he, he's he's put out a few songs uh giddy up and uh sunset bar and grill uh which he uh, dedicated to Eddie when Eddie passed in October. Um, uh, trying to think of what else. There's, uh, all, you know, there's Ma also Michael Anthony, of course, is with Sammy. So yeah. you know those two guys are are they actually launched a Van Hagar social media page uh, on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I think Van all Hagar, three. Really? Yeah, all of all the Van H Halen with Sammy era stuff, which is oh, very cool. interesting. So we we let people know all that stuff. And like I said, it's we 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 try to get stuff up every day. Um, so whether it's something newsworthy or just something going back in time to a concert that happened on this day, or you name it, something funny, uh, like the, uh, the one I just told you about the, the, the jump, uh, mashup with your cheating heart, you know, just, it, there's always something we just want to have fans, uh, a place to go daily to find some stuff to do. And, uh, Van Halen store.com is where you can get your merchandise. Uh, and then for the podcast, make sure you go to booked on rock.com. B O O K E D on rock.com. Awesome. I think that covers it. That does. Right on. Awesome. Thanks again. And, and listen to the Sean geek podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sean geek and fast Fred, or is it fast Fred and Sean geek? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, we I keep new, it original. We have a new logo that's going to be debuting soon. That has both oh, cool. ugly mugs on it. So, right. uh, well, my ugly mug and his pretty mug. <laughs> we were thinking of making ugly mugs, like actually mugs and calling them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you fun. had them shaped yeah. like our profiles uh, <laughs> yeah they look like a boob i don't know yeah <laughs> all right thanks thanks again and uh we'll sign off here and uh always a pleasure and we'll we're gonna do 50 on 50 i guess all right guys yeah we'll, we'll plan on it okay awesome. plan on that okay. happening all, all right. right guys thanks for having That's me good. on yeah all, all right, right. Bye. 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 Bye.